Hello, Katie Rose. Hey, John. How are you doing today? Doing good. I had a mango and it was delicious. <laughs> this is our second, third take. Uh-huh. <laughs> Listen, mangoes are such an underrated fruit. So good. But they're kind of hard to eat and they get stuck in your teeth. They are. They are the epitome of doing the Lord's work mm-hmm. and reaping a good. Oh, good harvest. There's a sermon. There's a sermon in that. Yeah. Hey, aren't you preaching pretty soon? <laughs> I am preaching pretty soon. <laughs> if you're looking for something. I'm looking, if I'm looking for a sermon uh, illustration, it's definitely going to be a mango. I'll even supply a mango if you want to. Did you start? Or did you grow up eating mangoes? No. No way. I, I feel like I just that. I just came into the mango life like a year ago. Get out of town. No, I won't. When? What age did you discover mangoes? Is this a trick for me to tell you my age? Because no. I said two years ago. Oh, okay. You oh, you math. said two years ago. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't even listen. Sorry. Oh, thank you. <laughs> two years. Thank ago? you for not listening. Yeah. Wow. So, so that 18. would make me 18. Yes. Wow. Correct. Well, 19 if you do the math. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Or 28 is I, the correct answer. Mangoes were like a staple of my diet growing up. They went like a bunch of other fruits. Mm-hmm. Right. But like at the very tippy top was a mango. I had <gasps> maybe a mango like once a week at least. I don't feel like they were very popular in Missouri, but you know what was always in our cabinet was Little Debbie snack cakes. Oh. So priorities. Have you had the Christmas tree Little Debbies? Yeah. Did you see they're coming out with a big cake? Shut up. I'm not even kidding. I saw it on TikTok, so it has to be real. I'm going to get it. I wait every single year for Little Debbie tree cakes, chocolate and vanilla. I always buy both. They are out. I know that. I love them equally. I also saw, not that I'm not a fan of this, but Chick-fil-A uh, peppermint mocha milkshake. I don't know. Oh, I, I guess that's all the craze. Do you like peppermint in your drinks? No, no I just I, saw like people posting about it. So Erica, my wife, is the only person I know that actually eats the Olive Garden chocolate mint chocolates that they give you at the end of a meal. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll eat those. You will? Yeah, just because it's chocolate. But it's also mint. Yeah. It's like brushing your teeth and eating a Hershey bar at the same time. Don't knock until you tried it. I don't like it. I don't I don't know. That would be a fun youth game to brush your teeth with a Hershey candy bar. (laughs) (laughs) Just dip the the toothbrush in Hershey. Chocolate. Here you go. Oh my goodness. Ew. Mm, Mangoes though. (laughs) So good. What else is coming out? Like, I feel like we totally switched to Christmas this, like, two weeks, in the past two weeks. Like, America, like, Starbucks came out with the Christmas cup. They did. Christmas and, tree cakes are happening. And they gave them aprons, too. My brother, he works, Tim. Brother we Tim? Ju- brother Tim, who we were <laughs> just talking about. <laughs> yes. He's been working for Starbucks for, I think, a year now. And he got, like, a red apron. They gave him red aprons and a matching um. Bowtie? Mask. Oh, mask. Close. Sorry, I was holding in a burp. Oh, even those burps. Yeah, rule number one for our listeners that don't know is John Bernal cannot physically, like, cannot burp in the vicinity of Katie Rose. But because she hear gets me out. out. He still does. We have an office and the walls are not that thick. And I hear things that I don't want to ever hear again. <laughs> From the bowels. From the bowels. Yes. <laughs> so. It's <laughs> what I have to deal with, people. Anyways. Yes. Let's let's get started. Let's jump right in. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Reclamation Church Podcast. My name is John. I serve as the youth director here at Reclamation Church in Plano, Texas. And I'm joined, as always, by our ministry coordinator, Katie Rose Boudette. Hello, everyone. Again. This is our discussions episode, and today we are talking about community as we continue our series on the kingdom of God. Yes. And now, now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crazy. Crazy. So let's talk about intimacy. Okay. Or as I like to say, into me, I see. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Listen, what is that called? The love guru. The love guru. Yes. Quoting back and forth. I'm not saying you should watch it, but it's funny. It's a funny movie. Mike Myers. What a classic. So are you and Nick, you are, before we jump into our community episode, mm-hmm. Wow, that's cool. Community episode. Um, are you and Nick doing anything for next week? By the way, guys, we are not going to be doing a discussions episode next week. This mm. is our monumental last discussions episode for the month of November. Yes. And then we're only going to do two episodes in then December. Then we have a special one And in then December? I'm compiling a special <gasps> episode for don't, us. Don't tell them what it is yet. It's a surprise. Surprise. I recently looked at our discussions thing on our podcast website mm-hmm. which you can visit guys it's already it's re.churchpodcast um and we are on episode 43 i believe of our discussions so wow. we're gonna have to do something special for our 100th episode yes oh that's crazy Isn't 43 that crazy? times 43 times dang so that's a lot so yes we are doing something special for thanksgiving um amidst all the crazy covid stuff um typically what we do is go to missouri every year to visit my my side of the family um, and so this year we're doing that again. We're just kind of limiting who we're going to see and mm-hmm. stuff because um, I come from a big extended family. Um, but the, right before we go, like, you know, you go up north from Texas and we don't actually go through Arkansas, but we're taking a detour and going to Pettit Jean State Park. That is Erica's favorite state park. So we're staying in a yurt. You're staying in a yurt there? Yeah. Do you know what a yurt is? Yes, I know what a okay, yurt is. Okay, tell them what it is. I'm terrible at explaining what it is. A yurt is, and I forgot, that's what a yurt is. <laughs> okay. It's like a is tent. A, yeah, okay. But it's a hard hard floor, like a hardwood floor or a concrete floor, and it's just a, like it's a really big oh, structure. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that, yeah. And yeah. there's bunk beds, there's a table inside, there's like a cook stove, kind of like small cook stove. Think Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. That tent that they yes. were staying in. Yes, I don't know that. You did very well. You've never seen any of the Harry Potter Not films. A big Harry Potter fan. Because of like witchcraft or like. Because I just didn't. It didn't you appeal. Just, to you me. missed the window. I just yeah. I guess I wasn't just well, still not super into it. What about Twilight? I watched it, but now I just make fun of it. Hunger Games. Nope, never watched it. Maze Runner. <gasps> did watch that. You watched the worst teen. <laughs> saga the of all The first one was good. second one was terrible. Actually, Maze Runner isn't the worst. I think Divergent is the worst one. See, I never watched that either. They're like, I think those are the five. The five big teen book yeah. movie saga dramas. I don't, that- wa- I don't read big books. I don't read books and I cannot lie. Like, I do not do that. Really? Yeah. I read all the Twilight series. Good for you. No, I I do think I read like one book of Twilight. It was a re- it was a weird story. 
I will yeah. tell it to you. I was sick at home <laughs> and my mom had it because she had read it. Yeah. And I was just like, I really, you know, when you're sick and you've got the bubbles, you got, you got nothing else. You got to the do. bubble guts and the hot snakes. Like you're on the toilet 24 seven. Oh, gross. <laughs> you're on the toilet 24 <laughs> seven. And so every time I would just, I would, just, well, I didn't have a phone back then. So I was like, oh, well, it looks like I'm going to have to read. Because <laughs> you're just on the toilet for hours, just like oh, hoping God. something comes out, right? Sorry. I didn't Not expect right. <laughs> not know what you're talking about Anyways. what did you what sickness was this when was you were like growing up food poisoning or something clearly someone someone was trying to those christmas cakes don't eat the christmas cakes <laughs> the christmas don't eat them <laughs> oh my gosh but i read the whole book on a school on a sick day during yeah. school and then once i got Wait, to the school, whole book yeah the whole twilight book yeah Dang, that's a lot of time on the toilet. Well, it was good. Yeah, I know. Well, half of it was like I was reading on the toilet, but (laughs) the other half I was like on the couch like, oh, my gosh, Bella. (laughs) I don't even know how we got here in this place. Uh, Thanksgiving. So you're staying in a year. Yep. There we are. Yes, I'm very excited. It comes with a canoe. We should change the name of this podcast to Rabbit Holes, just like <laughs> yeah. all the tunnels we yeah. have, we go. Guess what we talk about on this week's episode? Yeah, so I'm excited for that. This was this is our first time in a yurt, first experience. Wow. So just you in two? two weeks, yeah. So in two weeks, I'll come That's back awesome. with all of the details. Have you ever like camped, camped? Oh yes, I grew up doing that, but we just don't have all the gear. And mm. so I was like, mm, I don't really want to buy everything. So this was the second best. I of. never grew up camping. And once I started dating Erica, I found out very fast that her family is hardcore campers, like hardcore campers. Nice. Every single family in her family has like a camper, like a like a Jayco or like oh, a, wow. or something like just a camper. And they mm-hmm. just all take these big old trips to go camping in one place and so i had to get i had to get with the program yes. very quick so yeah that's cool i love it cool what are you guys doing uh we are gonna eat yeah we're gonna go visit my parents and then we're gonna go visit her parents and her family has a really cool tradition thanksgiving is like the super bowl for them because everybody meets and joins together and they play this really big game, this mm-hmm. card game. Have you ever played Phase 10? Yes. It's like Phase 10. It's exactly that. That's fun. And so they just play and they're good. Everyone's really good at it. Like wow. I have only been playing it for how long? Three, four years. Erica and I have been together for four years and I still suck. <laughs> and they always make fun of me. It's like a rite of passage because most of her cousins are girls. And so there's always like a new guy that comes yes. every Thanksgiving. Yep. And um, he's always like, I don't know how to play this game. How do we play this game? And everyone's <laughs> like, and they're hecklers too. They're yeah. like, oh, oh, you can't do that. You yeah. suck. And wow, just, why are you here? Yes. It's a rite of, rite of passage to play Stalson Rummy. Stalson Rummy. I love it. That's cool. Now, this is your first big family gathering as a married couple, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's first, true. First um, holiday is what I was trying to say. It is, yeah. That's big. It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. I'll get off of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. We're, we're excited. I'm excited. I haven't really even thought about it like that. Well, now I'm telling you to, okay? <laughs> okay. Make sure you say it at least. Work it into the conversation at least three times at Thanksgiving. You know, this is our first one. This is our first holiday <laughs> as a married couple. I should cut the turkey. 
That's awesome. Okay. Now, let us... Talk about Into Me, I See. Into Me, I See. Community. So we talked about... So Tom talked about the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And he brought up Romans 5, verse 8. Well, first he talked about acceptance. Because first there's acceptance, then there's intimacy... And then there's community. And I like that he made that kind of like a three-phase, three-fold mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, but I like it that he mentioned Romans 5a because it says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I like that we are introduced to this. Like Jesus is just waiting on us. Like mm-hmm. Jesus didn't die for an absolute. He died for just in case we decide to choose to be in the body of Christ. Yeah. And I like that. And I think, yeah, the main thing there is that last thing he has highlighted that God loved us while we were still sinners, Mm -hmm. right? It's not like once we got it figured out, then he said, "Mm, okay, now I'm going to love you. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, Katie Rose, did you grow up a believer? Did you grow up going to church? No, I think we started going to church. I mean, we were the typical like Easter Christmas Eve because Mm -hmm. we went with family and that's what family did. Um, and my dad grew up Catholic, I think, and my mom did too. And then, like, where I'm from, it was kind of like half of my family was Catholic, half of them were Lutheran. And so um, I remember being almost 10, and um, my family was really egging my parents to, like, send me to this really good school that had a great education, and their kiddos went there. And so um, they were like, well, you have to be a member of the church to be at this school Uh. and you get a discount also because it was like a private school and so my parents were like hmm cheaper schooling Hmm, okay we'll do it so that was like my official why we became (laughs) so you went to catholic school no it was a lutheran school so we chose lutheran that was that side of the family so i grew up lutheran but really only going to church because it gave me like extra points on mondays towards my grade there you go so yeah so my idea of church as I, you know, when I started going, was more like just to check off a box. Ah, I gotcha. Yeah. That's always interesting to hear because I just find it interesting, like what people's perspective of the body of Christ looked like before entering mm-hmm. into the body of Christ, if that makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't sound weird. <laughs> See, even the words body of Christ make me think of the Eucharist, like the communion side of things. Because if you've ever been to a very traditional Catholic service or Lutheran, they'll do like the, you know, they have a very special time where they will take the body and blood of Christ and the the bread and bless it. And then it turns right to the blood, the literal blood of Christ. And they call that like the body of Christ then. And so even now I like have to fight my thoughts of thinking that way. I'm like, that's not what he's talking about. That's something different. That's cool. Yeah. That is so cool. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little glimpse into my mind. And so this, this, this next place he goes into it, he talks about intimacy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the word intimacy in Christian culture has become kind of this taboo where it's like some people don't even really want to discuss it or some people get turned off by the word intimacy with Mm -hmm. Christ. But Mm -hmm. in, in my experience, like spiritually, that is in, building intimacy with just God myself has been so very vital to not only being a believer, but being a part of the body of Christ. Yeah, I think much of how we grow up learning things 
So um, intimacy, if you come from a, a great home where you got love from both caring mother, father figures, then intimacy probably looks a lot different than someone from a broken home. And that's mm. a lot of people these days. And so I think that's why that's like a tainted kind of word, yeah. right? The intimacy mm. factor. But I just look at it as like a retreat oh, with God. Yeah. You know, it's just my time or Sabbath is another great way Shabbat. to explain it. Shabbat. Yeah. So I, I love that. And I think you have to have that before you can have community. Mm. I think these are a playoff of words. Oh, know? yeah. First, you have to have acceptance and then you have to have intimacy with God yourself. And then that plays into the community aspect of the togetherness. Yeah. And like not even just acceptance with the fact that, you know, not just acceptance from the people in your community or the body of the church that you're in, but also there's a there's a level where you have to accept yourself. You know, yeah. I think that's like kind of a sub thing within that acceptance. It's kind of that gray area between acceptance and intimacy. Mm -hmm. It's accepting the things that you've done in your past are wrong and having ownership for those things and going on that journey spiritually and relationally and emotionally that like you are forgiving yourself and letting go of the things that you've said. I know for, for me personally, that was a huge step in my belief system and my, and my faith with God was me having to say to myself, like, I may not have been a great person when I didn't have Jesus, but that's an even more reason why I need Jesus in these yeah, times. Absolutely. Yes. I love the, we were listening to um, a speaker from a conference this morning, and I, I can't remember the way he, that he put it, but basically the idea was that um, I think sometimes we forget, it's really easy to forget that we were freed first before um, God put like a standard for us, mm. if that makes sense. And yes. He said, he said that um, like God gave us the commandments after he freed us. Because yeah, like in Exodus. Mm -hmm. It means that like our freedom isn't tied to a certain, it's like our, our freedom aren't responsibility based. It's just a gift. Mm -hmm. And now we have things that we can do. You know, right. it's not, whereas if God offered us the commandments and then the freedom, then our freedom would be based on the conditions of us following right. those commandments. Exactly. It made me think of what you were saying. Like, we need to remember, yes, who we were before God, but like walking in freedom doesn't necessarily mean forgetting your past. It's walking Amen. from your past and learning from that and then teaching others that are walking down the similar paths for sure. Exactly. And it, and just like what we're talking about, it creates the snowball effect. Mm -hmm. Once you start getting that process going, you accept what's going on. You give yourself freedom in that. Mm -hmm. And then you create to, you start to grow in that intimacy, intimacy with God and you're learning more about God and yourself. That snowball gets bigger and bigger and just kind of pushes it into another community, which mm -hmm. is our next term right. of snowballs where everyone has their own things going on with God and they're sharing and people are growing and learning and building off of one another to create the most beautiful snowman. Yes. <laughs> Always kind of tie Christmas into it. <laughs> um, what, when have been the times that you've experienced community within a church setting? Because I think that's what Tom talked about it a lot. It, and it can happen outside of the church, but I think he was talking within the church. Yeah. Um, I really like our small group that we have. Mm -hmm. I would say like it really, like 
the thing that we do really good here at Reclamation is like really focusing. And you obviously, I'm going to give you praise. You do a good job at ministering and checking in on our small groups and making sure that mm. they are groups right. Like I think you did a really good job this year because the small group that PJ, our, our worship pastor, is in with me and my wife and, and a, a couple of other people in the church has been really beneficial for us because they're in the same group and the same kind of stage of life yeah and so i really do think it starts right there in that um setting in that context and then outside of church you're building it with your friends Mm -hmm. outside because my friends that i hang out with most of the time aren't in my small group they go somewhere else Mm -hmm. but it's still those tools that i learned in those small groups can be applied to those outside of church yeah that's awesome has there been a time like, hang on, I'm going to try to get to the question. He said, what do you miss most about church when you're not able to attend? And he's talking like the pandemic, you know, like a lot of people have kind of, I don't want to say this because I know I'm going to hurt someone's feeling, but I know there is someone out there that maybe has used this pandemic as a really easy out of mm. just not coming to church again. But I know yeah. there's a lot more people that literally are fearful or high risk that can't come. So knowing that. Yeah, it's definitely like a, I mean, it's, it's this or it's this or that. And, and mm-hmm. the pandemic is definitely a serious thing and it is not to be taken lightly. But there is some, there is something about being in the building and hearing each other sing the same words. Mm-hmm. There's this feeling that you get, and you, you've probably felt this too, when we're all doing a worship song and PJ's leading and then he's like steps away from the mic and you just hear every single person sing like the same worship song in unison. I think that's what made him so powerful. Yeah. But when you hear people singing like Jesus, we love you. And to even like if they're in your small group, know their situation. Yeah. Right. That just makes it that more powerful. Yeah. They're not just strangers standing beside you, like at a concert. Right. You're like, oh, we love this song. Let's all sing it together. Yeah. It's like you hear their heart and mm-hmm. you know that it's like a prayer. They're they're literally within worship right now mm. in that moment. And it makes me miss when we can actually like gather together. There is going to be a moment where we all come back and it's going to make it even that much more sweeter. Yeah. The fact that we haven't been able to do it. I think that when we get back, it's church service is going to be even more valued than it is now. Mm -hmm. It's just going to, it's, as my students like to say, it's just going to hit differently. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. It is. It really is. Yeah, right. You're right. We're gonna I think especially the families that um, you know, are um, uh, immune uh, immunodeficient mm-hmm. and and maybe are at risk. Yeah. That uh, that obviously can't attend because of their health and mm-hmm. we're happy that they are still tuning in and, and streaming alongside us, but the fact that they, you know, there'll be a there'll be a point where we'll get to see them again and we'll get to worship alongside them again and it's almost a beautiful analogy for heaven i was just like, gonna say that oh my god it's almost just this beautiful thing of like hey it's not usually like this but like there's something we can all look forward to and that's the day that we're all going to worship again together and i just feel like that's a really good illustration for yes. just kind of heaven like we have family and friends that are believers that are worshiping alongside us maybe not at the same time 
if you're listening to this podcast, maybe you worship on Mondays. Well, some of us worship on Sundays or Tuesdays or wherever we are driving in the car. Like we can worship in a however, but there'll be a moment when we can come back together mm-hmm. and be together on Sundays and join together and just where it's going to be awesome. I can't That's wait. Cool. Okay. Two things. All and right. then we can wrap up. The first thing, can I plug that that is a beautiful analogy also to Advent, the Advent, Advent, oh, yes. like the expectancy and the joy and waiting. I mm. love that. And I, are we doing a podcast episode on Advent? We are doing a podcast episode yes. on Advent. Cool. It's going to be our December. The like the first 7th. week of December. Yeah, December 7th dis- discussion episode. We're going to be joined by the wonderful, the fabulous Julie Hills. Yes. Who yes. Who is amazing. Yeah, she's leading an Advent study. I get to be beside her kind of limping along, co-leading, whatever. She asked me to co-lead, but I'm like, you're doing 100% of the work. <laughs> sure, I can put my name on it. That sounds great. Um, but yeah, I think that's a beautiful thing. And then I was going to say, what if you preached? Like that, like a glimpse into heaven, and this season is like that. That would be crazy. I w- that would be really crazy. I would have to. I mean, I am trying to figure out what I'm going to teach on the 29th. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know what to. I teach think about. that would be really cool. I don't know if you could like do a whole message on it, but that was like a light bulb moment for me just now. Like how same. cool. I was on that same wavelength with you, and yeah. I was like, whoa, okay. As I was talking, I was like, this is kind of heaven. Yes. That's cool. I don't know. That's might be cool. cool to do something like that. Yeah. Cool. All right. So this Sunday we wrap up. Our Kingdom of God series. Yep. And then you get to preach. And then I get to preach. But we are not going to have a discussions episode on my message. Because it's just going to be too good. You guys couldn't even handle Wait, discussions. Wait. Hold on. Give me a second. No, we won't have an episode on Thanksgiving. Sorry, right. guys. You guys will get the week off from listening to us. And spend time with your family. Yes. And then we'll be back to discuss um, our Advent episode. Yes, we That'd will. Be so fun. And get ready for Christmas. I'm already in the Christmas mood. I've been in this Christmas mood. Did you guys since decorate already? We did. Nice. Yeah. We went to Target and spent an ungodly amount of money Target. on just. Target's Target where just, most of my money goes. It just gets you. You yes. know, you walk in there, you're like, I'm going to get this thing. I'm going to get this. Oh, this is on just sale. So, it's so bright and, and it's just, yeah. warm and wonderful. People are just always smiling in there. Yeah. It's I just love, nice. You know what I noticed? I was in there yesterday, like Truth, and I noticed that their carts are different than yeah. any other grocery yeah, store or just, anything. You go to Walmart, you can't find a darn cart to work Like at the all. wheels are all messed the up. The wheels doing a it's got that tornado metal. 360 effect. Ugh. You go to Target. No offense, Walmart, but. You go to Target, you can't even feel the ground. It's so smooth. I know, it's like gliding. It's like, a, I'd imagine it's like driving a Tesla. It doesn't, it drives you. <laughs> like, that's how beautiful it is. So it smells like coffee in there if you're getting groceries because mm-hmm. of Starbucks. Mm-hmm. But then when you're on the other side looking at things, it smells like Target popcorn. Or and, Magnolia Home. Ah, uh, And now they have a Levi section. What? Target, yeah. Target like partnered with Levi. Target has partnered with Levi and Disney. Do you know they're going to partner with Ulta Beauty? Not I, that you I, really I don't, care I'm, about that. Well, but. I'm going to start wearing foundation now that you got oh, a the new iPhone phone. Oh, the iPhone 12, and... yes. Well, Ulta Beauty is coming to Target stores. <laughs> Select few. Get all my imperfections out for this really good camera you got on your <laughs> iPhone 12. 
It's not activated yet. Anyways, Katie Rose, where can somebody find us? Somebody can find us uh, pretty much anywhere on the Google. You type in re.church. Um, if you follow us on Facebook or Instagram, it's re.church Plano. And um, yeah, we would love to have more people just kind of... Um, following us and we'd love to know who our listeners are so if you listen give us a shout out you know screenshot this episode let us know if you like it or hate it we want to know yeah if you absolutely hate it we want to know <laughs> also on our website you can find cool resources like right now media uh one re- one of the resources on right now media that our small group is actually using is called quick shots mm. it's a detective that as that answers questions that we have about christianity and our faith and it's a wonderful and lovely yeah uh, what um ser- series yeah not sermon. Series. it's like a devotional there it yeah. is i could not find that word <laughs> anyways guys thank you so much for listening again we'll see you guys after the holiday please wash your hands wear a mask please and um happy thanksgiving happy Thanksgiving! oh you know what before we go what do you thank for katie rose i'm thankful for this podcast all righty all right well we're just gonna end on that <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm thankful for my wife and my family oh i'm also thankful for my husband there you go i didn't want you to one-up me well I'm, I'm sorry that nick isn't the first thing no, i'm just kidding it's just what's in front of me you know <laughs> do anything right today (laughs) gosh all right you guys have a great break we'll see you on december 7th for our discussions episode see you next month have a great rest of your week bye bye